Hello and welcome to Super Boothers. My name is Ryan. What happened to the funny intros? I was going to make a horrible like Ebola joke, but that's probably not a good idea right I now. Was, and I'm just trying to read the room. I was ready with one. I was ready with one and you let me down. But anyway, <laughs> I'm Ithmail. <laughs> uh, yes, um, lovely. So it was either going to be an Ebola joke or an H1N1 joke, but probably not a good idea right now. <laughs> Very serious times we live in. So let's talk. What have you been doing? Um, I'm a little, just everyone knows listening to this on the podcast, we're trying to do this live on video. There's a lot of wires and mics and cameras and web browsers up and I don't know where to look. So feel free to yell at me in the comments and direct me if I'm looking at the wrong place. But um, Ryan is- I'm the captain now. Okay, Ryan, I got you. I'm looking right into your eyes. Yes. Uh, So I have just been eating my best life. Uh, that I have uh, yesterday, uh, well, no, like three days ago, I went to the grocery store to go, uh, essentially like get turkey meat and there was no turkey meat. So I looked and there was an actual turkey. So I ended up making a turkey. It was like a Thanksgiving, but like a, I straight up made Thanksgiving. There was like stuffing and literally, and and then once we finished Thanksgiving, we were all like passed out. And then I was like, I'm going to make a cake. So I ended up making a cake. Ryan, I hear I hear your echo. You got you got to get yourself sorted over there. Something's not now? on mute. Something's not on mute on your side. I'm calling you out live on the podcast. Okay, well mute. everything's on mute, so I can't help you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I was so busy before this all happened. Like, I wasn't sleeping. I was stressed. It was really hectic. That when it finally happened and we went into quarantine lockdown, I was like, please, happy PB and Y day. Today would have been PBNY. Yeah, today. today would have been PBNY. <laughs> I don't know if it's happy PBNY day, but it's definitely PBNY day. Happy COVID Awareness Month. So for everyone that followed with the announcement, I wanted to do a digital conference. Um, I was hoping to do it during the PBNY days. That's not happening right now. I think, um, as you can all understand, all the other vendors and speakers are dealing with craziness now as well. So I thought it'd be great for me and Ryan to jump on live and chat with everybody. Uh, oh, yeah, I've been, so enjoy- I've been whenever- enjoying the break, honestly. I, I feel like I really needed it. <laughs> so I'm not complaining. I am, I am completely fine with it. I have been cleaning so much and getting to projects just like around the house that you want to do, you need to do, just don't have time to do. I have like gone on a cleaning rampage. Like it's been really great. Like I'm super enjoying it. Yeah, you kind of fell off the face of the earth and that, it wasn't because of the quarantine. It was because you're cleaning and renovating and whatever yeah like i was just just in this little like mode and i'm just completely fine with it because i don't think i've been in the same place for longer than five days in at least four years wow like it's been like that's got to be an exaggeration no when literally you're like where are you today like and it's (laughs) always somewhere different and like that's the thing is with march i was supposed to be gone the entire month and then that ended up not really happening are you, um, I, it sounds like you're taking a break, which I think everyone kind of is in the very beginning. Are you thinking about your business a lot or are you kind of checking? So doing other today, right yes. So today was the first day that I kind of got back into work mode. Um, I, uh, when, um, let me see about March 14th. So whenever I was in, uh, Australia for BoothCon, there was a 
client that I've been working on. Um, actually, I've been working on it since November. Um, so this was really, uh, it was a high ticket item for me. And on Wednesday, uh, I, whatever, whatever that second Wednesday was, um, no, I take that back. It was the, the last week of February is what, when it was, um, that client booked and paid in full on Tuesday and she had came to me and she said, Hey, listen, I need five photo booths that look exactly alike. Can you give me that? And I said, yes, absolutely. And she paid the bill in full. Um, it took three months to close this gigantic deal. And the issue, uh, I, I ended up purchasing four photo booths like a couple hours later. And then the next day they canceled because of COVID. And then everything else just kind of crumbled. So everything that I had in March and April is pretty much gone. Um, I don't show uh, any revenue until first week of May um, is when everything kind of starts coming back. But even that, I, I am for people that have been following the show. You know, I'm an optimistic guy and very mm-hmm. look on the positive side. Even the things that are still left on your calendar, I wouldn't assume that they're going to be there because I think sure things are worse than people. Some people make it seem to be. I, that's my view personally. I could be wrong. I hope to be wrong. I just feel like things are way worse, and I'm not expecting. I hopefully there will be some events for the remainder of the year, but I'm not expecting any. Just to be you know, conservative. Yeah, I think that I had a client uh, that I was working on with a um, – so, so this is another thing that I kind of have to point out is that 80% of my business is corporate. Um, so I essentially just had the rug pulled out from under me. Um, I have kind of had to shift, and I'm, I have a bigger announcement that I'm going to get to in a second. Um, but I have, I guess, essentially um, – again, 80% of my business is corporate. And I've kind of had to switch everything to where now I need to start targeting, you know, little social stuff. Um, I think that everyone kind of needs to revisit pricing. Um, I think that if you think that you're going to get top dollar for your inventory, you are completely joking yourself. Um, You have to look at every industry that is service-based. All of those industries have drastically gone down in pricing. Hotels have gone down in pricing. Uh, airlines have gone down in pricing. I think I could go to Aruba for about a good 20 bucks now. Um, that, I'm but cool with that. that. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with staying in Aruba for a hot minute. But um, Ryan, as you're talking about these things, there's comments coming yes. in. Laura saying, same here, March, April, May are being postponed. Snapshot photo bus, March and April are completely gone. Several want to rebook for next year. One completely canceled. Michelle, March and April wiped out. Half of May already postponed. So yeah, so th- I had uh, I had a, a planner that came to me and they were working on a gigantic 360 and I priced it out and she came to me and she's like, listen, she said, are you available? Like, I think second week of July or what have you. I was like, yes, we're available. And what eventually came down to it was um, the venue had i guess so she had lined up all the vendors cake person dj all of it uh really got you know primed for this july new date and then the client rogue called the venue and the venue was like oh wow why don't you do second week of may and i was like you know even if you have people that reschedule for that i think that we need to start looking past um 
maybe June or July, because what's going to happen there is even if you have, you know, a go ahead or what have you, you're not going to have any people that are going to come to your event. And that's really going to be the problem is people aren't going to be able to fly in that they would normally be able to for your wedding. So I think that's something that people kind of have to think about. So I would be optimistic and say June, July is when we'll start seeing events coming back. Um, another thing that I kind of have to say is, you know, I'm trying to think of who is this really affecting. Um, it's really affecting retail. Uh, retail kind of got shut down. Restaurants, if you have, you know, drive-through or delivery, you're kind of fine still. Um, most delivery services are still available. Gas is fine. Um, you know, I think that Amazon is doing great during all this. Uh, I, I think that what this is really hitting is tourism and hospitality and events and travel. I think those are what's getting hit really, really hard right now. Yeah, and this this is a live episode, Ryan. So I, I don't I don't know what I can bring up safely, but I think um, as I'm looking at these comments, I'm being, I'm being reminded of certain like you're saying you're not going to get top dollar for inventory right now. I totally agree with you. Um, some people, and I apologize if I if I'm more animated and emotional than usual, but some people are out there talking about like charging more now to offset your losses. Or you're stupid assuming that things are going to pop back and there's going to be way more events than ever. And you're going to be busy every day. You're not going to have enough people. I definitely believe in hoping for the best, but I also believe in preparing for the worst. And I think not enough people are preparing for the potential of how bad this can be. And personally, I'm of the opinion that it's totally irresponsible to sit here on any, pl anybody that has a platform, I think it's totally irresponsible to go out there and try to make feel people feel better like hey everything's gonna be great it's gonna be so busy people can't wait to party that may be the case so i'm not saying it won't be the case but you have to also weigh the probability against what about the other case that this is really bad like i'm looking at the news uh, and, and for people who don't know i have a background working in finance wall street economics in a past life so i'm really into these things i'm monitoring the markets i'm really into investing these hospitality companies ryan that you mentioned they're wiping out their entire staffs of tens of thousands of people going down New York city, these restaurants, these great famous restaurants that are always packed, shut their doors, fire their whole staff. I've been like, because of my role with PBNY with the speakers and the venues, uh, even the venue, the bus company that I had, the boat company, um, vendors in our industry, it's bad. Like it is bad. There's so many people that I know personally in our industry that closed their doors and fired everybody. They fired everybody already. So it's to me, I would feel irresponsible to get up here and say, hey guys, it's going to be amazing. Just get ready, work on your SEO. Not that you shouldn't, but you have to be ready for a bad scenario. And to me, the way you do that is you extend your runway. You cut your costs, you lower your expenses. You try to build some kind of emergency worst case scenario fund and get ready for what if this does go longer than I expected? Um, what if this goes away and then we go back into quarantines after? What if it's like a, a reappearing thing? There's not enough people talking about that. Everyone's just hoping that's it's going to get crazy. And to the people that think everyone's going to want to party and these companies are going to want to do things, dude, they're firing hundreds of the thousands of employees. There's 2 million to 3 million people expected this week, Thursday, they're announcing the payroll numbers that are filing for unemployment, 2 to 3 million, never in history even the Great Depression has that number like that big been seen. That's bad. Do you think these people that are waiting for government checks 
to pay their rent or pay for their groceries are going to sure, pay for a wedding. Yeah, These yeah, companies yeah. that are laying people off, are they going to hire, they're going to do a party afterwards because they're, they're kind of tired of being inside. They can't, they don't have money. They didn't make money. And I don't know, sure. I'm going to stop there and let you chime in, Ryan, because there's a lot of comments. Sure. So, so I think that, uh, and I've had conversations with a lot of people on this. Um, I think that what's going to end up happening is I think most will end up coming back just in Q4. I think that we're in for a rough, you know, Q2 and three is what it really comes down to. I think that right now you're right. Corporate is not going to book anything right now. Um, social, I think will still be there at some level or not. People are always still going to want to get married. Um, I had a conversation uh, with a hotel person on this is like transient business will hopefully come back. Um, so I think that hotels will come back, um, probably not as strong as they were before. Um, but I think that with people being cooped up, I think everyone is going to be like literally saying, I got to get out of here. Where am I going? So I think that travel will come back. It will come back eventually in the long term. Everything will come back. Everything will be great. Sure. But I, I think I talked to you, Ryan, about this on the phone. Um, if people haven't seen the CEO of Marriott, um, recorded a video to his staff. Sure. And just look at that video. He's talking about how some of the hotels are going to be shut down permanently. They're going bankrupt. Yep. Entire staffs are being furloughed. Airline industry, cruise industry, hospitality industry, it's affecting everybody. And I see um, some comments that I'm trying to get to. So I see Terrence asked, does firing even lower your operating costs? And I would say yes, if you have full-time staff. And You're the, hemorrhaging money is what the, you're doing real interesting thing that I'm noticing here, um, and I've been talking to some people behind the scenes about this, is that there's a thing in the industry where we kind of poo-poo part-timers and like, yeah, full-timers, corporate clients. But ironically, right now, who's in most danger of going under is the full-timers. It's those big companies that rely on corporate clients that have full-time staff. They are the ones that are really closing up and in danger of not making it. The part-timers have another source of income. As long as that income keeps coming in, I think counterintuitively, the part-timers will last. And this is going to be more of a part-timer industry. Um, and I think, Terrence, I was on a call with you uh, last week where I, I said, everyone thinks this is going to weed out low-priced competitors. It's great. Only the strong survive. Yeah. But think about later down the line when people need to make money and things do start coming back. There's going to be an influx of new part-timers that need ways to make more money to dig out of the hole that they got into. So it's really hard to time everything perfectly and know exactly where things are going to go. There's a lot going on. But to say, you know, in two months, you're going to be booked on weekdays is really flat out. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, what I will say is, I I think that you and I have different opinions on this right now. And we're just going to have to wait and see what ends up happening. Um, however, I ended up uh, starting one of my first companies during the recession in like, Oh, eight. Um, I, I have built a business during a recession. So this really kind of doesn't freak me out. Um, if, if you, I, I, what, go ahead. Okay. So this is also bigger than a recession. Continue. I, I just want to add, because I know you're going to go into this, but my personal opinion and people that follow me on Facebook, I mean, on Instagram at Mr. Humet may have seen me talk about this where, Look at um, you plugging your Instagram. Listen, man, things are getting real. I got to get followers. Look at you, Jesus. I think there are people that jump to comparing this to the 2008, 2009 recession. And Ryan, you mentioned you did very well in that time. Some mm. other people did very well in that time too. 
this is different because that primarily impacted the financial industry, the banks. Maybe you can throw in the auto industry as well. This is impacting everybody, the entire service workers of America, the small businesses of America. They're all being impacted. Sure, and the it's affecting effects, more. Yeah. Yeah. It's way worse, way worse. So it, you may still do well starting something in this environment because there's going to be less competition, but I think it's going to be tougher. So I really feel like we're some sort of sports analyst right now. Just because of how you're... <laughs> good cop, bad cop, I'll be the bad cop. Yeah, yeah it, normally it's the other way around, but um, I think that... Uh, so anyways, so I have just made a large investment and I'm starting another company, um, which was kind of going down uh, as whenever I started this and like started to go full fledged is when all of this kind of really went down. Um, and I'm like, okay, well this is kind of stupid because no one's going to be buying this stuff right now. Um, so, uh, someone just commented, aren't you afraid this will affect the concept of events in general? Absolutely. Um, I think that people are going to be doing things, uh, that provide a little bit more value. Um, I had a conversation with a cake person and she was saying how whenever she got married in like, I don't know, the 60s, it was simply a cake and punch reception. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, we kind of went back to that. Um, I think that right whenever people were going into this like one-upping kind of mode, um, you know, I just did $2 million wedding this past summer. That's not happening anymore. Um, I think that people are just going to be mindful, even if they aren't affected by this they're going to be mindful of how they spend um, kind of with this like just in case scenario. Um, I think that rural areas probably won't see much of this more as like highly densely populated areas. Um, New York is shut down. You're not going to have, you know, much happen in that time um, for quite an extended period of time. Um, I think that this downtime has really allowed me to kind of take a hot minute and reflect on everything, stop and like rethink what you're doing um, and just be, you know, smarter about things. Do you right now? I, I, I was planning a, a company party. That's not happening anymore. Um, you know, I have the cash. Do I want to spend it? No, I, I just think that it's just irresponsible just to start blowing money, you know, left and right. Um, I saw a couple people in a Facebook group that were like, oh, what mirror booth should I buy? And my answer is none right now. Um, I don't think you need to be spending that kind of money right now, only because I just spent $7,000 on equipment that I need, I didn't need to spend on. If I would have just waited today, I would have been, you know, well, I'm fine, but I would have been even more fine, you know, had I not done that. Um, so that, that's just kind of my opinion on it. Um, I am taking this time to, you know, redo the website. Um, I had every, uh, event in March, uh, most of April and the beginning part of May, uh, postpone. Um, luckily I didn't have any issues with anyone. I actually took that back. I had one person that was like, I, I need a full refund. And I'm like, sorry, sis, like this falls under, you know, a force majeure category, you know, whenever governor says, you know, 10 or more people is canceled. Um, not your fault, not my fault. So it turns into a credit. Um, and that's luckily I learned that, um, a couple years ago in a hurricane situation. Um, cause that's where, 
you know, force majeure is really going to happen. You know, you're going to more likely to have an earthquake, a tornado, a hurricane, a flood than you are, you know, flesh eating virus. Yeah. Who would have saw, <laughs> saw this coming? Right. So Ryan, I'm curious, what are your thoughts on everyone's dealing with the issue of postponing cancellations, refunds? It sounds like you're saying, um, you're happy to postpone, give a credit for a rescheduled yep. event, no refunds. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, and that's that's really – it's under my contract under the force majeure category because um, that's really what this follows into. Um, another thing that just kind of came out today was uh, Summer Olympics in Tokyo has been canceled and moved to 2021. Um, so that I think is kind of interesting. So the trickle effect um, that is happening from this is a little scary. Um, you know, the, the healthcare situation um, – is presenting a problem in, you know, places like Italy. And if, you know, things um, get worse over, you know, the course of time in the United States, um, you know, we could possibly suffer the same fate. Um, so anyways, um, so go ahead. We, we actually were talking about, should we go live? What can we talk about? And I was, I was more, I'm happy to go live, no problem. But I was worried about what advice can we give people? in this time, because quite frankly, there's not much we can do about it, right? Um, there's no events happening. There's no events happening. So what can you really do? Um, and what can, what advice can you give people? I think there are some lessons though, in this environment. And I think, uh, to me, and I don't want to judge anybody, but to me, it's really just an interesting thing to observe these companies that are so successful that I'm like, man, they're killing it. I wish I was in their position and literally in a week, they're basically dead. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't that lead you to believe that the, the main lesson people can get from this is prepare yourself better financially. I don't want to go into personal finance here. But sure. Having an emergency fund, um, having like always be ready for a worst case scenario. Um, it shouldn't happen that in a week you're dead. Right. That's no, that's there was an article that I read. I think the rule of thumb was you need to have six to eight months of living expenses just as like an emergency reserve. And what I read was that a lot of uh, airlines really can't go past a week um, with whatever they have in liquid assets. Um, so that's that's something that I felt to be kind of shocking. Um I, I am lucky enough to be in a good position to where I can just sit tight and chill out for a little bit. Um, you know, whenever my grandmother passed, I didn't work for, you know, six to seven months and everything was fine. Um, so I really feel that this is kind of almost a similar, um, a, a similar thing. Um, someone just asked a question. What are your thoughts on how long it will take for the majority of people to feel confident attending large gatherings? Um, I, I think that, Again, it's going to be late summer, early fall um, is when people will really start to travel again and start to go to events again and go to weddings again. And, you know, everyone is just going to be a little more cautious. Um, I think that is going to be the direction of where things go. I think that it's important to know that this is very temporary. Things will inevitably inevitably come back. How long that will take, I, I don't know. You know, and I think that changes daily. My opinion on that, as someone from New York, um, seeing like after September 11th, I had the same question. People were wondering, will people get on planes again? Will they want to go yeah. work in the city again, go work in buildings again? There was real fear in that time of people that I knew and worked with um, 
but it was surprising how quickly people go back and recover to normal life. So I, I'm not as concerned about people wanting to do a big events again. I'm just cautioning people against um, assuming that it's going to happen like in two months. I think sure. it's going to take longer time period. to re- I think, re- rebound. I think, I think, so going back to the original, um, the original thing, do you, well, probably not, but there are most people that listen to this show that do watch Bravo and E and, you know, whatever. Um, uh, there was a TV show in 2000, I don't know, six, seven, eight called flipping out. Um, it was with Jeff Lewis and it's still available now, I believe. Um, he was an interior designer. And, you know, then the market changed and he, he made a very good comment that has kind of stuck with me is he goes, I had to change my business model. People weren't hiring interior designers at this point. So he changed his, uh, he, he changed his business model to house flipping. Um, I think that that was the only way that he was able to still incorporate, you know, the design infrastructure that he has and then still be able to be profitable and make money. Um, So I think that that's kind of what has to happen here. Typically for me, and I've had a conversation with a couple of people about this, is I had to go from, you know, I was doing, well, I I don't know if I showed you um, my numbers recently, but my average ticket has skyrocketed. So it is like in a proven like mathematical fact that I am doing less events for a hell of a lot more money, making much more revenue. Um, that will have to change. I will have to go from, you know, a quality aspect to more of a quantity aspect. I am going to have to go back to figuring out a price point that, you know, will appeal to, you know, more weddings because that's what I'm going to have to end up doing because people, Weddings will come back faster than corporate will. Um, I think that if you have corporate that was already on the books that is, you know, rescheduling or postponing or whatever, then you're kind of fine. And you know what? Let's just hope that you get that same business next year. Um, I think that, uh, you know, maybe we need to redo some things. So uh, I think Thomas made a comment of, you know what? Let's just take a can of Lysol and put it on a 360. Ta-da. Now we have (laughs) a little uh, COVID prevention 360. Um, Someone mentioned that that prop time usage is going to come up. There, I do think... This is probably not good for the long-term health of props. No nope. physical props. Um, that I do think. Um, but and someone just said earlier, Laurent, that scientists are saying stadiums may not be safe until 2021. You know, I'm not a scientist, but I do know human psychology. And when things are really great, everyone's talking about how they're going to be great forever. Um, just a month ago, market was at record levels, and New York City real estate would never go down. Even the, like to me, I've had so many ridiculous conversations and then immediately all these same pundits on TV that are talking about how great it is and there's nothing that's going to stop the economy are now saying, oh my God, it's the Great Depression. It's terrible. I think the psychology of people is that they focus on what's happening now. Um, usually the reality is going to be somewhere in the middle. I don't think it's going to be extremely good or extremely bad. Um, that's my put, input. I, I, I read a thing that... Uh you know, economy may not really, really, really come back until uh, 2022, the way how it was right before all this stuff happened. Um, so anyways, um, I think that the the thing to take away here is just to reevaluate whatever it is you're doing, uh, making sure that, uh, you know, whatever the case is with your current business, um, 
you know, that you're sustainable and that you're still be able to, you know, revenue produce and still make sure that you're profitable. Yeah, I think I had an audio issue. So people probably hear me now. They didn't hear what I said before. Um, but basically, oh. I was saying human psychology, people think the worst in bad times, they think the best in good times. And the reality is usually in between that. So um, p- things are not going to be as bad as people say, but they're not going to be as good as some people say either. So um, I'm doing a lot of research in the Great Depression and other um, recessions in our history and how long it took to bounce back. And I think they all took longer than a month or two. So I think I've made my point clearly there. Um, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be ready uh, for a bounce back. I'm not saying that you shouldn't work on your site, your SEO. Um, You should do all those things. You have plenty of time to do those things now. You definitely should do them. All I'm saying is prepare financially for this to go longer than you think and for you to make less money than you expect. Um, And some people are asking me, I got a lot of questions about how do you create supplemental income? Where else can you make money? It's very hard. In a world where people are quarantined at home, forget about events, they're quarantined at home. How do you make money? It's really the bare, like, and everyone's scared, so they're spending less money. So there's no real good answer that I can give you. I just hope that people prepared. And I think, quite frankly, a lot of people did not. Yeah. Um, we just got another question. Um, James just said, I have had a video production business that was born during the 9-11 recovery and went through the 2008 recession. From experience, there was a huge shift when those industries started to recover. Pricing for projects came way down. Uh, with the surge of people doing jobs to stay alive. Do you see the photo booth industry seeing a massive price to the bottom surge coming out of this? Absolutely 100%. That's how this goes. Every industry is doing this. Again, I've said it before, hotels are going through this. Actually, some hotels are even being requisitioned by the state to become triage hospitals. You know, it's not what the hotel was intended for, but it has that capability for it. So, you know, I just think that you need to figure out how to repurpose this stuff. I think that Creativity comes from constraint. I think that the way how we're able to, you know, sort of navigate out of this is figure out, okay, what product do I have? How can that be useful right now? How can that be revenue generating and how can that be profitable? Yeah, I would agree. Unfortunately, in the immediate term, it doesn't look very good for any event business, like including the photo booth business. And you just got to look at the reality. Like I see people posting things online that they're upset people are lowering their prices and uh, you guys got oh that was me (laughs) someone called me out for that (laughs) there was a few of them you were one of them but you guys gotta wake up man the people don't have money to buy read the room they need to make money bad they're gonna lower their prices they just want to work so if you are do you think i'm gonna get paid five grand to go to cabo in the next month absolutely not that is you're just flipping kidding so again, I'm not here to fear monger, but I just see a lot of like naive optimism and some people are kind of pushing that. And I just, I hope I trust me, please. I'm going to leave this video up. I'm going to leave this podcast up for the records, please. I would love to be wrong in two months. I would love to be wrong. I just doubt it. And we need to be ready. No, I well the the problem with what you just said is it is too late for that. You cannot prepare yourself financially for something that's already happening right now. Very true. Very um, true. I ju- the only thing I hope in the near future is that you get your eyebrows fixed because this is a little distracting for me. It's, it's gonna get it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse. I'm going ah! quarantine, quarantine mode. <laughs> Let me tell you this. I have had a lot of time to moisturize, to do face masks. To, I mean, this is. <laughs> 
I can't. I have to laugh to keep it from crying. I, I do think there are, like, inevitably things will come back. So if you haven't been ready, you're in a very tough position. But for those of you that do have a part-time uh, gig, for this is a part-time gig for, and you have other sources of income, I, I think the main game is extending your runway, surviving, like staying alive oh, um, and preparing for the inevitable rebound whenever it comes, right? So what can you do about that? I think a lot of people are putting themselves out more on social media. I know I am. Um, that's what people are at home. They're watching stuff. You may not make money right now, uh, but people will start to trust you if you're out there being authentic. And I think I saw a George comments way earlier, not now because his comments now are not nice, but way earlier, George commented that he's reaching out to clients and personally um, trying to be a helpful resource. I think now I'm thinking about the long term. How do I become a trusted resource? While everybody else is like trying to stay alive and taking um, and, and maybe doing questionable things, how do I become authentic, be trustworthy, um, make connections? I'm spending a lot of time connecting with other people in the industry. Um, I think that's going to pay dividends you know, next year, not right now. Um, honestly, for those of you who were not prepared, don't have a safety net, um, I don't have any good answers for you on what to do there. I'm sorry. It's just going to be, it's going to be rough for a couple months. Just, you know, um, a a thing that I kind of think of is, you know, even, you know what, you're right. It is, you cannot compare this to 2008 recession because it is an entirely different animal, an entirely different beast. But at the same time, you have to understand that the concepts really do stay the same. So, you know, pivoting has become a huge keyword right now. Um, if you haven't had multiple revenue streams, that's something that you have a lot of time to figure out now. And what I really appreciate about this is I do believe that a lot of ingenuity will be born out of this, you know, little quarantine while ever people really are like, you know, staying home. I, I, again, you made a comment about, you know, Isaac Newton discovered, I don't know, gravity while on quarantine. Um, so who knows, who knows what anything, you know, will come of this. I think that you're going to have a lot of people that are being able to sit down, take some time and do things. I bought a light form, you know, a year ago, whenever it came out, I've taken out of the box, I've tested it once. You know, now I have the time to start doing 3D mapping. Granted, is everyone going to be doing 3D mapping whenever we come out of all this? No, but at least it's another skill that, you know, I'll be able, you know, to have. Um, I, I believe I talked about this in one episode where uh, I was talking about essentially we were doing group interviews whenever we were to hire employees. Um, clearly, the topic of hiring employees is a long way away from now. Um, but to that concept, I always ask people, you know, what is your passion? What is something that, you know, you um, really appreciate in this world? Uh, and I had one employee that I will never forget. And she said to never stop learning. And I just thought that that was such an interesting concept is if you have this downtime, now's the time not to, you know, if you're going to eat, eat in front of a computer, reading an article, at least get smarter about something. I think that, you know, if you're going to, you know, have all this time, read a book. Uh, I think that I have learned so much about, you know, my business, uh, the state of other businesses and where things are going there. Uh, by the way, side note, I was watching uh, this, I think it's called the Imagineering Story on Disney+. Plus. 
and it's six episodes. They're about an hour long each. And I have learned so much about what has happened with the Walt Disney Company. Um, Walt Disney was – and I had no clue that any of this existed. So I did know this about like the ride It's a Small World. So It's a Small World was created for the World's Fair. Essentially, he got sponsors to create these things and essentially move them. So he got a sponsor – to pay for making It's a Small World. Whenever it was done at the World's Fair, he just moved it to a park, and he got this huge asset for free. I just think that there's a lot of things that can, you know, we can learn from things like that. Um, I think that now is going to be a, an important time to come up with those ideas, figuring out how to sell these things, you know, whenever people will be purchasing again. Um, anyways, that's what I have to say. Uh, I hope this was rather informative. Um, if you are, you know, struggling right now, I get it. We're with you. We, I, I don't think I've had, you know, uh, a sale in two weeks, maybe. Um, you know, people I've had, I used to get six inquiries a day, uh, and that has slowed down to about maybe three a week. Um, so things are still coming in. Um, again, they're all for social, not for corporate. Um, I think that my corporate business that is saying, hey, we're postponing, what have you. Um, everyone seems to be positive that everything will come back. You know, we're going to get to a place where things will be as normal as possible. I think that it's important to keep that. Um, I think the term is, uh, the phrase is cautiously optimistic is a great way to look at this. Um, you know, just make sure that, you know, you yourself are taking care of yourself, your family, washing your hands, uh, covering your coughs and sneezes and waxing your eyebrows. Uh, additionally, uh, <laughs> listen, I, I understand that some people don't know what it's like to have a, an abundance of testosterone, but <laughs> whatever. Gratitude. Um, Gratitude. Any, whatever. Anyways. Um, so I think the point of this all is keep your head above water. Stay 100% positive. I am looking at this as just, you know, a government, you know, mandated pause. <laughs> um, it just allows you really great reflection time and being able to, um, you know, refocus your priorities and, you know, re-strategize. I think that's the big importance here. I, I would throw in as we, as we wrap up, I honestly, this flew by very quickly. I think we could go on for a lot longer. I thank you everybody for commenting. I think some very practical things that I've seen that may be helpful to some of you. Um, I, I was ready financially, but I still reduced all my expenses. So I think everyone should do that immediately. Um, and there's a lot of posts about how you can get a couple of months free of Adobe and pause. Yeah. Everything. There's, yeah. There's tons of things out there that you can do to like extend your runway. Um, other than that, some interesting things I've heard. I don't know if they would be big money makers, but there's something. People are focusing on booking events next year, like weddings. Sure, absolutely. Year. Target, target. You know, Q4 right now. Q4 or 2021. Um, yeah, you can just get those deposits in for now. That's something that you may be able to do. Another interesting thing I heard someone do. Um, again, I don't know if it's big revenue generating, but going back to all your old clients um, that happily hired you, being authentic, like George was saying about what's going on right now and upselling them physical products, a memory book, any other cool things that you can print, um, reminding people of the good times they had. Um, something like that may get you a few bucks in the door. I don't think it's going to be anything revolutionary, but it's something that uh, I've heard some people talk about. Can't hurt. Yeah. Um, no, I, I absolutely agree with that. I, I uh, really do hope that 
these things kind of come back. I think that you, another thing that someone asked uh, about that keeps on coming up is like Google AdWords and, you know, pausing, uh, you know, your ad spend or what have you. I just think that people need to, you know, retarget things to, you know, later on down the road. Um, but one thing that I really do have to say to come out of this is everyone needs to revisit their pricing. Uh, it's just, that's just how it goes. I, I got in trouble for this. Apparently someone posted my pricing and got a hold of, you know, a quote that I sent to a client. And I think that first of all, I'm not going to apologize for it because first of all, you don't know my financials. Um, all of my equipment is 100% paid off. I am, my business is 100% debt free. I don't have to worry about any of that. So Good for you. luckily, huh? Good for you. That's how, that's yeah. how you should be. No, absolutely. I think that I have, you know, uh, an extensive inventory of things that are mine. I don't have to worry about paying anyone. Um, and that was just a business decision that I made from the very beginning. If I don't have the cash for it, I'm not going to buy it. And for me to purchase something, that client needs to pay it in full. And that's just kind of how I have always operated. Um, I, I am lucky that I have the ability to offer everything it is that I do for super cheap if I want, because at this point, I just need to run cash through my business and make sure that I'm at least somewhat profitable. You know, I'm not making the margins that I did make because that's just not going to happen. And I think that's really important, you know, for everyone to know is everyone is going through this. Um, it is not just limited to, you know, just you. Everyone is going through this. Um, I I just think that everyone needs to refocus. Um you know, I've said it before, I'll say it again. And, you know, just revisit your pricing. That's all this, I have to say. This kind of relates to the question of Vako just threw into the comments. Um, and I think Vako, you missed the beginning where we were being very negative about the economy. <laughs> but he's talking about how some people are trying to promote future bookings with gift certificates, discounted, blah, 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 blah. I think the reality here, Vako, and everybody else is that, and this relates to what Ryan was just saying about pricing. You have to understand that people have their backs against the wall like photo booth business owners and just people in general that don't, don't have money. Their backs are against the wall and they don't have money. You have to anticipate. This is an inappropriate time to say stay poor. Just <laughs> very inappropriate. They don't no, it's, money. it's and absolutely. No, 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 no. This is not an inappropriate time because this is the time where you need to realize whatever product it is you have and get whatever you can get for it. This is this is that you need to put your pride aside because you're not going to book any business. You're going to dig yourself a bigger hole if you don't realize that the the market pays what the market pays for, what the market feels that it's worth. And that's what I'm saying. I agree with you that the prices will go down because people are getting desperate. But also, um, on the other hand, the reason they're growing down is because the demand is down. So I, I understand people are trying to get creative and do coupons and certificates and all this. You have to keep in mind that there's a lot like people have way less discretionary income. They're going to want to spend less. I've heard boothers talk about people that have weddings next year that are now contacting them for a discount. Um, they already booked. They're not asking for a refund. They're asking for a discount considering the environment. So everyone's wallets are getting strapped, providers and customers. There's going to be ripple effects of that. And um, you should try to do all these creative things. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but don't expect much from them is my personal view. Well, and this is another thing that keeps coming up is someone asked me about, you know, would you put money down on a venue right now? I probably wouldn't because who knows if that venue is even going to be in business. There are a lot of people that are kind of dropping like flies. So I think that 
and I've harped on this enough, so I'm not going to say it anymore, but again, revisit your pricing because this is just a survival mode and a recovery mode that everyone has to go into right now. So that's it. I'm done. The end. Are you ready? I'm sorry. Do you have to say something? It's too late now. I'm cut off. No, say it. Go for it. Um, I love you guys. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.